they're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys. Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. And the boys are back. The dogs are barking. It must be another Maury and Tim escape from the radio podcast. How are you? The dogs are barking. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm fine. What are they barking at? In my backyard, I have a deck and stairs that go up, and there's like a little landing in the middle, and they sit on that landing, and they look at people walk by, um, so they bark at that. There's dogs all in the different yards in the area, so they bark about that. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) Whatever. Doesn't matter. Are they bark? (laughs) Do they bark a lot? No. uh Uh-uh. Only when when there's uh, other dogs or birds. Or something around something to defend me is what they're doing uh-huh you know protecting so, you I don't know when I go for a walk there they are the dogs that uh, they see another dog across the, the street they just bark their heads off and people look at me like this one guy looked at me and he like shrugged at me you know with his hands up in the air and I yelled they're dogs what do you want me to do so, <laughs> anyways it's all That's peace funny. and love it's all peace and love we were talking a while ago about things that were canceled, and uh, one of the other things I forgot that uh, Coachella, the music festival, yeah. was going to be bumped to October, and now they've just completely scrapped it. So that's yet another thing that uh, instead of putting it off till later in the year, hoping it gets better, uh, they're just bagging it right now. What well, I uh, what is? I mean, I think everything is shut down to like next year, right? An, an awful lot of things are. I know. Uh, I know. Like with the uh, Bothell Kenmore Chamber of Commerce, you know, they they had wine walks and all kinds of things planned. We've got an auction in the fall, and I think pretty much all the events are just gone. Even the all beer gone. festival in the parking garage. Oh yeah, because you can't yeah. have people get together. Yeah, that's too I mean, bad. And that's that's what I was thinking about with the Fourth of July coming up. I was wondering, God, somebody might, you know, shoot off some fireworks so we can go watch a display, but they don't want people to gather. Right. So, I mean, even if you stay in your car, they're going to be the uh, the morons that go down by the the beach or the water and drink beers and hang out with each other and breathe all over each other. And it's so weird right now because this is all going on and it seems like people it seems like people are okay we're done with this we're moving on with our lives but then in the background everything's canceled and you can't you can't gather and you have to wear masks and then there's a group of people that just don't even care anymore did you did you hear about the kids that had an unsanctioned prom in Man, I can't remember where it was, but ninety uh, percent of them have uh, have the virus now. Oh no! Yeah, which they'll be fine, but then they go hang out with the right. grandparents. Exactly. And... Oh man. Exactly. So it's it's uh, yeah, it's just and then and then all the unrest going on too. It's just it's 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 weird times we're in right now. You're the movie guy. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but AMC says they're going to reopen in July. They're planning on reopening, uh, and they've got two big movies on the way, which is Tenet. Have you heard anything about that? Tenet? Yeah, you have to see the preview. Okay, I'll write it down. T-E-N-E-T. July 17th is when that hits theaters, and uh, all of them are hoping this will be a big blockbuster and bring people in. And then Mulan is going to come out a week later. Man, they've been talking about that for months. Yeah, they're going to try. I just don't know because... Are you willing to go to a theater where people are breathing and 
projecting viruses or are you going to wear a mask while you're watching a movie for two hours or you know when i could stay at home and not wear a mask yeah i don't really know i i i don't i think i would i know that i i think the galaxy theater in monroe um they're talking about i think they're talking about opening uh july 17th as well so that must be the that must be the date Mm. that all these uh, movie theaters are open but you know they're going to be open with a limited um like 50 people at a time Mm -hmm. i'm guessing that the hardcore movie fans will be going to it you know how do you make money in that though it's just like the restaurants you know when they can only have 25 percent capacity it's how do they make money you went to you went out, didn't you? We went last uh, Saturday uh, because I'm a, a mug member at school, the school beer hall down in Ballard. Uh, we got the sneak in early thing, and so you go online and you see some blocks of time. There was 12, 12, 12, 15, 12, 15, 12, 30. So they were b- spacing people out, and I don't think there's any more than eight customers in the restaurant at a time. But they gave us our own table. Everybody's wearing masks. We wore our masks up until we were served or I'd pull it down long enough to have a sip of beer and then put the mask back up. But we did it. We pulled it off. Uh, We wanted to support them. But at the same time, it's just like, eh, you know, okay, we're out. But are we risking? Are we taking a risk just to be able to go out? Right. I don't know. It's going to be a slow crawl. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it, it it's uh, um, at the grocery store now. Um, I've noticed that uh, everybody is wearing masks. In in the mm-hmm. last, I'd say in the last few months, it would you know not be everybody. Now everybody has masks on. So, I don't know. Well, I think they've, uh, you know, it constantly changes what the World Health Organization said the other day, not to worry about surfaces and stuff like that. And then they went, oh, well, no, that's not what we meant. And it's like, well, crap, just when we, but I mean, I think the number one way people get infected is through the air, the moisture droplets, and you get them on your hand, you touch your eye or your nose, and uh, there you go, you're a winner, so... I don't know. I, I we we use a lot of care. My wife's big on gloves and mask. I do the the mask and then just use a lot of hand sanitizer. But uh, we'll we'll take precautions. We'll be careful. But you know you got to keep doing some things. I don't know that we'll go out again anytime soon. But we we might. Who knows? I I, I kind of have a feeling, and you know, call me insane, but I think that that I I was never. I can tell you this. I, I was never one of those people that would wash my hands a million times a day. I, I was, I'd never do that. And, and You're one of those. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> and I, I don't want to tell you, and I didn't get sick because 20 minutes from now, I'll probably have a temperature of 105, <laughs> and I'll be really embarrassed. Um, but I think sometimes, um, you know, and okay, and this is totally insanity, but, you know, when I was a kid... Um, we didn't hear about any nut allergies or any of that kind of stuff. And, you know, yeah. and, and then we got the generation where everybody wash your hands and do all this kind of stuff. And that's when, um, you know, diseases are spreading. I think over cleaning yourself and I'm, <laughs> I think that that does something with your immune system. And that's just my insanity. 
That's just my insanity. They've been telling us that about antibiotics for years. Right. Because, you know, you would get a hangnail, oh, better have antibiotics. Right. And then when something comes along, your system's so whacked out that the antibiotics don't work for you. Right. Because I, I live with somebody yeah. who who has her immune system is shot and, you know, she has to take an antibiotic and it just it destroys her. It kills her. You know what I mean? Hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I see that in in person every day. So, wow. Yeah. You know, talking talking about different topics in a podcast I think is more challenging today than ever before because you want to talk about what's going on in the world. Right. But frankly, as a couple of white guys, I just don't know that we have the background, the experience or the perspective to do justice to any of the topics. Like for right. example, I, I would love to talk to you about HBO Max pulling Gone with the Wind. Yeah. They've yeah. removed it from their offerings. They say they'll bring it back when they can present it racially balanced. I remember watching the movie. I don't remember, I don't know, having positive feelings about what was going on and or how it was. I just knew it as a period piece. But, okay, so we're not going to talk about that. They've canceled the TV show Cops because they feel it incites racial prejudice. How about live PD? You know what that is? That's like the um, that's on A and E, and it's Fridays and Saturday nights for three hours, and it's you. Oh my! It's live, and you go to you know, there's like a hub of three hosts, and then let's go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they show a police officer chasing a guy. It's 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 thrilling TV, but it, that hasn't been on the last few weeks, and I'm I'm thinking, are they gonna mm. are they gonna cancel that? You know, probably. So we can't talk about the racial stuff. We're not going to do that because I know we wouldn't do it justice. Right. But we can talk about this. I'm curious on your take. Uh, HBO Max is redoing Looney Tunes cartoons. Yeah. And in these cartoons, Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam will not have guns. You know, again, I, I'm I'm the most liberal person in the world. But who cares of a cartoon um, uh, those characters, who, who cares? I, I think it's ridiculous. I, I, I survived watching them growing up right. and didn't turn into a serial killer. I, I, frankly, and then I've said this before on this podcast, I think a lot of the problems that we have today are due to the fact of extremely poor and uninvolved parenting. Right. Uh, and I think, uh, the, you know, the little anarchists grew up and started looting stores. Right. Because mommy and daddy didn't do anything. Or maybe there was no mommy and daddy. Right. I don't know. But, yeah, the whole thing about Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam, basically, those cartoons will be dead to me. I don't care. Uh, it's much like they redid Rocky and Bullwinkle and all these others. They gave them a modern touch. Don't care. Right. Get me back to the original ones, the original Rocky and Bullwinkle, the original Looney Tunes. And I'm a happy guy. I mean, I don't have an anvil sitting at my house waiting to drop no. it on somebody <laughs> when they're coming on a roadrunner passing. Yeah, by. on a roadrunner passing by. I mean, you know, um, it's it's kind of like I can't remember the comedian, but um, you know, I heard somebody say once that uh, um, you know when I was a kid, we didn't have bike helmets. We just got on our bikes, and the kids mm -hmm. that crashed. And didn't survive. They didn't deserve to survive because they didn't. Oh, they didn't geez. know how to. You know what I mean? 
Now that's a bit harsh. No, I know. Now that's why we have so many idiots around because they wore bike helmets when they're riding their bikes. So ah, <laughs> the Darwin theory could exactly. work. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I seriously, I look at the way we we grew up in in those years. Um, and again, I'm on a high from watching that Ron Howard, uh, the Beatles, eight oh, days yeah. a week movie because yep. that took me back to my basically from age eight until 15. That was the stretch of the Beatles being all over everything. And those were fantastic years. There were some ugly things going on there, assassinations and riots and all kinds of things. But I mean, I, I go back to the Beatles and what a great, what a great ride that was. I agree. And, and the, you know, the, the thing about the Beatles is, when the Beatles in the '60s, I was never really into them that much, um, oh. but uh, but then like um, after they after they broke up, a huge Beatle fan. I have every McCartney uh, recording and uh, John Lennon. Um, so yeah, that that was a that was a time. But you know the thing is is the '60s. Growing up in the '60s, that was my. Uh, those were my inform, you know, formative years. But I'll, I'll re- your wonder I re- years. My wonder years. Yeah, I remember I was in kindergarten during the Kennedy assassination, and then I was oh, like yeah. maybe eleven or twelve when Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy were assassinated. So that was going on. That was going on. But then the thing that that grabbed me. Oh, plus Vietnam. You can't forget about Vietnam. But the and 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 the Vietnam protests that were going back in the sixties. But then the moon landing. Yeah, the moon landing. That's the thing that that's what I was enthralled with was the moon landing. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple months ago, a few months ago, the uh, maybe it was last July was the anniversary of the of the moon landing. I remember oh, watching right, yeah. watching on YouTube a three and a half hour Walter Cronkite man landing on the moon special <laughs> that they had. So, yeah. So it, it um, yeah. And that that's uh, that will stay with me forever. Um, the, uh, I think I told you the, you know, going to my aunt's house in San Francisco and seeing fires on the side of the freeway from all the Vietnamese, uh, the protests and the protests of mm-hmm. Martin Luther King being assassinated. So, yeah. yeah, you know, it's just going back to that decade. It's hard for people who are in their twenties, thirties and forties today to realize, uh, how different the world was then. Right. Uh, we've seen it evolve so fast, so quickly, so far with the devices we have and the technology and i mean my god back in that day uh, tvs were black and white when i was growing up and didn't get color till later and then uh remote controls we never saw those at least i didn't the remote remote control was hey tim get up and change it to channel yeah i know I know, <laughs> you know. I I read a I read a book and there was a movie called Ready Player One, and it was uh, oh yes, it, it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a it's a great book, and I don't think I've ever said that because I'm not a big reader. But my wife made me read this book, and and the 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 gist of it is is that um, this guy uh, in uh, the the he plays video games, and this one game is kind of interactive where everything that takes place in the world is in this game and outside the world is falling apart. But in this game, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's thriving. 
And I think, wow, that'd be kind of weird. And then I drive around or anywhere I go, I look and people are looking on their phones. They're not even looking up or paying attention to the world. Right. And that's kind of how it is, you know? Well, so have you got any uh, plans for the upcoming weekend or is it just like you're still in survival mode? Yeah, still in, still in survival mode. I don't have any. Uh, um, I'm just trying to get to get to the weekend. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I uh, have different, you know, things around my house to fix and clean up and all that kind of stuff. I, I was so proud of myself. So um, I have a hot tub and I had uh, a guy, I, I had a uh, uh, hot tub motor that wasn't working. And I had mm -hmm. uh, a guy that was going to come out my house on March 6th. And then the world changed and he ended up coming out. Uh, this past week and fixed my hot tub. So, um, oh, that's, nice. yeah, that's up and running. And next to my hot tub, I had like, um, um, a little, um, uh, plastic, uh, little fence type thing that, uh, was connected to the hot tubs, you know, so people can't see in the hot tub and it fell down and I got a ladder and I went and fixed it all myself with a hammer and nail. I, I don't think I've ever wow. done that before. So that, that was a big event in my house. Big event. So do you let do you let chores like that pile up and then have bursts of ambition, or do you see something and say I got to fix that right away? I I uh, um, let it pile up and then um, do you? I kind of do everything. Uh, you know, it's kind of overwhelming because I'm the guy. I'm the person in my house. You know, because my wife is mm -hmm. is not, and I uh, uh, have. <laughs> I, I can't do everything at the same time, so I just kind of, you know. So how many more years are you going to keep working? I don't know. I uh, I ask her every single day when I go to work, can I quit doing this? She goes, not yet. I said, okay. So. Oh, that's funny. Quick conversation. How about you? How about you? Um, I'm going to be 65 this year. Uh, I'm within three months now, so I have to get on board and research the whole Medicare thing. Right. But uh, I, I would hope to at 70 and a half, um, basically about six years ago, I reinvented myself. I got out of a nine to five, kind of rolled the dice and kind of went out on my own. And it all worked out. I mean, I am blessed beyond I could even imagine this working out. So I wanted to get it so that I was just doing things I enjoy. That includes this, you know, the radio thing. I'm I'm doing videos. I'm writing comedy. I'm writing a, um, an animated series for a game up in Canada. I'm doing all these different things. But there are still some things I have to do that I could do without that I'd like to trim from the roster. So when I get to 70 and a half, when you have to start taking money out of all that you've saved, which isn't a whole lot, um, I'm going to cut out some of those things that, that I really don't like and then just uh, live the dream of doing what I like to do. And then I, I can't imagine ever stopping doing what I'm doing, but I'm sure there must come some point right. where maybe the jokes don't come out of the brain anymore or I don't know. I don't know. Right. The voices uh, in your head start telling you to do things yeah. that you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> yeah. Again. I know. <laughs> I know. So yeah, uh, I'm this this should go for at least another five years, and then we'll see what happens. Did they have did, did radio when you were coming up? Did they have good uh, profit sharing and and that type of stuff for you? How do how do you spell that? Um, 
Um, basically, no. Uh, they didn't even have 401ks till I was probably 15, 20 years into it. Uh-huh. And I've been... I mean, if I took like a 12-year vacation from radio, and, and now that I'm back, but I mean, if I had worked nonstop, it'd be coming up on 45 years of it. Wow. Um, back, so 15 years, 20 years into it, I finally started getting a 401k. I contributed a little to that. But really looking back, um, if I had been smarter about what I was getting paid at the time and done better investing and better management uh, not adjusted the lifestyle to the income. Um, I think, uh, I'd have been a lot better off, but, uh, of course you, I'm a very wise person now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> with, I, I, with not much retirement lurking yeah, out there. I know. I, I, uh, you know, at, at Nordstrom's when I was there, you know, the, the, you know, in the seventies and the eighties, that was like, you know, the, the 401k profit sharing, they had profit Ooh. sharing. So that was, that was like a big deal. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, and since then, um, you know, in radio, we don't have the 401k and profit sharing. Nope. So, nope. um, yeah, but that, well, they don't know, have profit. <laughs> exactly. I'm at the point now where friends of mine are retiring and, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And that kind of like is kind of getting to me and stuff, but I don't know what I would do. You know, I don't know. I I'm 60, I'll be 63. So, uh, Okay. You know, 65 will kind of re, uh, you know, see what's going on. And, and uh, um, yeah. I'm not one of those type of people that I have got to go to work every single day. I'm not, I'm not like that. Right. Uh. And I could figure it out because basically you, retirement, it, you, you kind of need to reinvent yourself again. So, I mean, we live in the house that we live in now. We really don't need this much house. But it's nice to have. Right. So when you retire, maybe you um, and you move to a place that's less expensive. And so that little trickle of income you have coming in from Social Security and the other little things, uh, that's enough. And then, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to travel? Do you want to just stay put? Uh, if you're staying put, that doesn't cost anything. But if right. you want to travel, that's got to come from somewhere. So, yeah, there's a lot to figure all out. And then, of course, that health care thing. Dear God. I want to be... Um Who's that 80-year-old guy hosting trivia in this bar? That's how it's going to be with me. Some <laughs> cranky old Morty man the with, geezer a, guy. with my pants up to my chin, you know, uh, hosting <laughs> trivia. Look like Ed Asner. My folks and my grandparents both lived in this nursing home. There's like a nursing home in the Seattle Seward Park area. And oh, it's, yeah. called, it's called the Klein Gallon Home. It's like really quality-wise, it's, mm-hmm. it's the best. And, um, you know... My parents were there, and my in-laws were there, and I tell my wife, there is no way in hell I will be living there. There's no way. I tell that to my kids. I said, I'll be living with you before I live there. Well, that's my old story is uh, I don't want to live forever. I just want to live long enough to be a burden to my children. That's my goal. I tell my wife all the time. I said, well, you know, she'll ask me to, I'll tell her I want to do something and she'll go, nah, I don't want to do that. I said, well, you know, I'll just, my, my next wife will want to do that. And she goes, your next wife. And I go, yeah, uh, uh, I'll be married to like a 20 year old hot blonde girl. And she goes, good luck with that. I said, I just, I just have to find one that thinks a CPAP machine is sexy and I'll be in business. So that's funny. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to give you a shout out for, um, the Seattle Times sports page, um, they uh, follow us and they uh, 
put a little uh, thing in the paper the other day. That, Wasn't um, that cool? Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Dwight Perry is the uh, yeah. the guy. He's really good. He occasionally throws in one of my jokes, but I know, I know he follows us uh, on our KRKO Facebook page. So hi, Dwight. Yeah, that is so he cool. probably listens to this. I love that. I love that section um, of the sports page. That's uh, I, My favorite is when he quotes the onion um, in there. Too. Yes. That's pretty funny stuff. No, he does a really good job. A nice compilation of comedy people all over the place. There's a guy, Jim Barack. He's a uh, weather guy uh, back in West Virginia. And he has a w- website where every day, Monday through Friday, he'd write over 100 jokes. It was just his passion. And uh, he calls himself the world's most f- prolific comedy writer. Um, and so he would get quoted. I mean, hell, you write a hundred. There's got to be at least one good one in there. So he'd he'd be in there a lot. So it'd either be me or him for a while. It was like, oh, if Jim's there. Oh, I'm here this week. Well, uh, he's running for for office. Really, in West Virginia. Yeah. So if you go to, uh, gosh, is it Jim's blog spot? Something like that. It's Jim Barack B A R A C H. He's got a joke site, but he's had to to basically close it right now to to private down because he's afraid his opponent would use some of his jokes against him in the uh, election. Oh. <laughs> so he's planning to reopen it after the election, so we'll see what happens. What's he running so. for? It's either state representative or something like that. Huh. Wow. Well, I That's could probably cool. find it. I know. Huh. So and and the thing is, you know, comedy it's People, you say something, and you know that's the the balancing act I have every morning and in these podcasts is you like to say what you're thinking, but you do have to draw a line because people get offended. Right. Yeah, he's right. running for the House of Delegates, is what they call it in West Virginia. So, I actually, huh. uh, I um actually donated to his campaign because over the years, I uh, uh, I will read what he writes, not to steal from. But uh, the setups are all there. So, I mean, part of what I do in the morning is writing for Radio Online. And uh, it's a show prep service for disc jockeys. And I go through all these websites every morning looking for content, things that I could say that might be considered funny. So, for example, this morning, uh, let's see. Uh, Gin Distillery in Australia has issued a recall after it accidentally shipped out bottles containing hand sanitizer. <laughs> that explains that explains why that martini burned a little. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Archaeologists think they may have discovered the tomb of Cleopatra, the Queen of Egypt, who is romantically involved with Mark Anthony, who went on to marry J-Lo before she hooked up with A-Rod. <laughs> So that's the nonsense I write. None of those are sports related, so nothing will make it into uh, yeah. the Seattle Times this weekend. But there you go. So, you know, yeah. um, besides our podcast, which is fantastic, I know we've talked about the Conan O'Brien <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I uh, was listening. Their final episode was Amy Schumer, and it's fantastic. I don't know if you've oh, heard it. I'm a little behind because I used to drive. And now that I don't drive, yeah, I don't listen I know. to it as much. <laughs> Me too. I don't either. But I, used I know to, they're there. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a Howard Stern guy, you know, for years and years and years. Oh, yeah. and that's why, that's the only reason I got serious radio is because of Howard Stern. And I haven't listened to it mm-hmm. in like three months. 
So I know because <coughs> uh, when I go to the get in the car, I I go to the grocery store, and right. it's like ten minutes there and ten minutes back, and it's yep. not enough time to really enjoy the podcast. So I, I end up just, you know, I do it occasionally when I'm sitting here working and I don't have to think so much. I'll put it on. But um, do you think uh, that? Do you think that now in June? Uh, every, you know, everything that's been on, do you think that when you're out, people are more friendly towards you? Um, I think they're still on the edge. I mean, uh, you know, they just don't know. They, you know, people in the grocery store still, you know, if they see you coming, they back off or look at you to find out which way you're going so they don't get too close. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, they're not necessarily angry or bitter or anything. Right. It's just, Everybody, when they go out, is scared. Yeah. You know, I make a except point. for the morons who don't wear masks. I walk, when I walk my dogs, I don't have a mask on. I don't wear a mask. And, and uh, well, I don't think I'm, you should have to. I'm respectful. Yeah. You know, if people are like walking towards me, I'll step to the side. But I make a point to even across the street to wave and say hello to people uh, mm-hmm. just to see their reaction. Well, it's really funny. We've gone to the grocery store twice in the last couple of weeks, and both times we bump into the same neighbor. Uh, you know, we see each other and, and go, oh, my God, here we are again. We don't see each other around the neighborhood, but we <laughs> see each other at QFC. That's pretty funny. So, yeah. All righty, right. sir. Well, I think we've covered a lot of territory. Yeah, so I think so. That's enough damage for one week. Perfect. Um, big shout out to uh, my buddy at GSR Rental, Stu Malloy. Um, I was afraid you'd forgotten. I know. I almost did. But, uh, yeah, check him out, GSRRentals.com. Okay, there you go. I'll go do that right now. He's a huge supporter of the of oh, the uh, of the station of the podcast God, or whatever we are. All right, <laughs> whatever, whatever. All right, take care. Whatevs. Okay. You've just listened to Maury and Tim escape from the radio with Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter, a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, please send it to someone that annoys you.